here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the New England Patriots. This is the Patriots Wire podcast, powered by USA Today Sports. Now your host, Ryan O'Leary and Patriots Wire editor, Henry McKenna. Yeah, I think we just need to execute better, and that starts with me. Um, just in practice, in the game, like you got to go out there and do much better than we did today, and it's super embarrassing, honestly, um, just from my point, just how I played wasn't good enough, and um, I can be better, and it starts with me. I'm the quarterback, and that's my job is to make people around me um, have success, and it starts with me. So we'll get it fixed. I think, like you said, you know, you got to watch the film and learn from it and realize how embarrassing it is to play that way. But at the same time, we got a, a great opportunity next week, and that's all you can ask for. Welcome into the show, playoff edition of the Pat's Wire podcast. First time ever for our little two-year show, Henry. Yeah, so we've officially arrived. We're in the playoffs with the Pat's Wire pod. Yeah, I, it's odd to think that we've it took us this long because <laughs> yeah, it's the Patriots. Exactly. That's a little <laughs> weird thing to say. We've never been in the playoffs talking Patriots football. Um, but the streak is broken. At least like, if there was a Patriots Wire podcast curse, it's done. <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely been, uh, been lifted. There's no doubt about that. Uh, uh, and just a reminder that you can subscribe to our pod by just, just searching for the Patriots Wire wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate you. And uh, let's start with just, just – I just want to get your temperature on the team, Henry, entering the postseason. Could be better, right? We've lost three out of four. The only win was against Jacksonville. So it's, the Patriots are kind of stumbling into the playoffs. How you feel about the team right now? And do you think that Mac Jones has hit the rookie wall? I don't know if I buy the rookie wall completely. I think, honestly, just if you look at statistics of the defenses he's faced in these recent weeks, they're just better. They're just some of the best defenses in the NFL. So, like, of course he doesn't look as good. Consider how good he looked against Jacksonville, a bad defense, and he was fine. So – I think we just I think it's more that we know what Mac Jones is at this point through 17 games. He's a player who is able to beat mediocre or worse defenses and any of the top, you know, 15, 16 defenses in order for him to have success, he needs to be playing with a lead so that he can use his run game to set him up and play action. So that's kind of, I mean, we've talked about the recipe for success all the time. These good defenses throw the Patriots out of their rhythm. They throw them out of their game plan, and they force Mac Jones into mistakes. And I think defenses are are wising up on how to beat him. They're seeing things that, um, you know, he's putting stuff on film. Like, I don't think Xavier Howard, who had the interception on Mac Jones' first throw, most cornerbacks in those situations, they're seeing something. They're seeing something that's a pattern and they recognize a way because Xavier Howard wasn't in, it wasn't his responsibility to, to cover whoever was the intended target on that play. Xavier Howard cheated off his man, which I believe was Nelson Aguilar and jumped the ball. That's, that's because of tendencies. That's because Xavier Howard did so much film study that he knew exactly where Mac Jones was going to go because Jones stared down his receiver, but also, you know, that's how the play was designed to go. So, and Howard knew it. So the Patriots are building these tendencies. They're kind of, they're creating ways for teams to beat Mac Jones. And and that's what good defenses are doing. Yeah, I, th- I think against good defenses, we have to worry about 
the game script, right? We've talked about it. The Pats have to be on script. When they get off script with you know, the way they want to play, we get in trouble. And I, I was looking it up. You know, the Patriots have been good this year. They've only had five games this season, Henry, where they've trailed by more than one possession at any point. Five games. They're one and four in those games, though. The only one that they came back and won was against Houston. In those other four, they trailed 14 nothing to New Orleans, lost. Trailed 20 to nothing to Indianapolis, which we give Mac credit for that second-half comeback, but it fell short. It was another loss. They fell behind 20-7 to to Buffalo with Foxborough, lost. And then this past week, 17 nothing to Miami. And you just knew it. In the fir- first half, when, when Miami went up by a couple touchdowns, you knew it was over because that's just not how this Patriots team is is built. So in the last four games, three of them losses. Jones, he's completed under 60% of his passes, thrown six touchdowns, five picks, lost a fumble. And he's back to being, you know, that harsh self-criticism. Henry's saying he's embarrassed with himself, right? He's back to, like, shooting himself down. It's like, Mac, this is not the energy we want going into the playoffs. And now we play Buffalo again in the playoffs in Buffalo. A really good defense, the top defense in the league in a lot of metrics, scoring, passing defense, all that. And now I think it's like, we're at the point now, Henry, where we got to stop trying to defer the coin toss, playing for that double score thing. I, I think the Patriots have to get ahead or have to score early in games and stay close and stay within at least a possession all the way through the game. Because if they get down by a couple scores, I think they're toast. I think that's where we're at heading into the postseason. I almost want the Patriots to try to get the ball first if they have that opportunity. If the Bills defer or if they win the toss, take the ball, try to score. Because I think Patriots up 7 nothing in Buffalo – is a huge difference than Buffalo going ahead. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at heading into this this playoff game. I'm I'm actually now, I'm scared to death if the Patriots fall behind by 10 or more. Yeah, that sort of deficit to me seems hugely problematic. Um, I, I don't know how the Patriots come back from something like that with Josh Allen, kind of like with all things held as we know them currently. Like the Patriots would have to be a different team. And I do think, like, if everything comes together for the Patriots, they could be a different team. For example, if the defense basically steps up to a different level, which we've seen them do, I don't think that's impossible by any means. But I do think the the offense has its limitations. I don't expect the offense to really pull things together, with the exception of maybe executing and committing fewer penalties. Things like a false start from your quarterback on fourth and one, not optimal. So that's what happened for those who don't know what I'm talking about in the Miami game where Mac Jones like bobbed his head sort of aggressively and the refs flagged him. So I think Mac Jones is a, is a, is a constant. The, the defense is a variable. And if we want to get very algebra right now, and um, don't bring math on and, this show, Henry, don't do it to me. <laughs> no, no algebra energy. Uh, so if you go against the Bills team, I think like basically you just have to hope the Patriots defense is at their best. I think one stat that shows they're really not at their best right now is their takeaways. Over the last four games, they've had four takeaways. And just like a little asterisk, three of them came against Jacksonville. So um, not great. And then in the first 13 weeks, 26 turnovers. So averaging two per game, you know, double. And obviously two matchups against the Jets and blah, blah, blah. But still, I mean, I would say two matchups against the Jets is the equivalent of one matchup, you know, because we're talking in a scale. I think it's pretty even comparison. I think the Patriots can be better than they've played over the last four games. And and it's really on Bill Belichick to make them get to that point, get back to that point. They were one of the best defenses, not just in points allowed, 
but also in generating turnovers. Yeah, I like I like that take. Uh, Belichick's brain is going to carry the Patriots in the playoffs, not Mac Jones's arm. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's kind of a headline that's on Patriots Wire from Henry. And yeah, Henry, I'm a journalism guy. I was a journalism major. Don't start talking algebra to me. I already get anxiety thinking about algebra. Uh, now I feel like I have a test to prepare for. Uh, you know, we oh, talked man. we talked last week about the potential of the Pats playing in Buffalo with the weather. And I know you're you're already saying that people are going to overblow the weather, but you know me, Henry. I'm I'm on the weather report all the time. I'm an old man now. I'm always checking the weather at at home for for the Patriots game. I'm always checking the weather. This is like one of one of my favorite pastimes now. And, and the weather in Buffalo on Saturday night, when this game is going to get kicked off, is going to be, uh, I think, a high of nine degrees. Nine, nine degrees for the whole day. Six degrees at kickoff. Negative wind chill. It doesn't sound like there'll be a ton of wind. Doesn't sound like there'll be rain or snow which was what I was rooting for, for, for the Patriots' sake. And when you're rooting for bad weather so you have a chance to win, that's not a good th- – that might just be a sign that you're not as good as the other team. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> what do you think about the below-freezing temperatures? Does that change your approach at all if you're the Patriots? Well, I think the Patriots' approach doesn't really change much no matter what. They want to run as much as <laughs> they, they are can. What they, they are what they are. Yep, they are what yeah. they are. But yeah, I think you look at the Bills' offense, and if the weather is bad enough, um, they, you know, they can be limited by how much they can throw, and that's what they do best. And I think the only way that happens is if we have heavy wind, which is now projected to um, happen in Buffalo on Saturday. So I think that the best chance the Patriots have is wind, and otherwise everything else kind of is about even. If anything favors the Bills, who have like Josh Allen's played in the cold, you know, most of his career, and. Uh, has no issue throwing the ball in the cold. And these receivers have practiced catching the ball from Josh Allen in the cold versus, you know, the Patriots, it's been cold, you know, in New England, but Jones just doesn't have as much experience. So I just think the weather is going to be like this big storyline and it's it's actually not going to matter. Yeah, I could tell, Henry, you're sick of talking about the weather. And, and, and the weather in Buffalo is insane. Like the Bills have had all these weather games and they've been kind of ugly kind of wins. They won against Atlanta ugly in the snow. They had a kind of a nasty, windy game against the Jets this past weekend. It was thirteen to ten Bills going into the fourth quarter. So it was an ugly win against the Jets. But the Bills have been playing in that weather the last few weeks. They've been winning. They're on a four-game win streak. And uh, yeah, if we're rooting for the wind to give the Pats a chance, then that maybe that tells you all you need to know about how we feel about this matchup. But we're going to get into it. The Patriots are underdogs. The line is climbing in the Bills' favor. We'll tell you um, by how much and make a prediction. And uh, last week, Henry, we called out for. We, we threw a, a voicemail number out and said, listeners can give us a call and ask questions. We'll play them on the show. We got a couple of questions that we're going to play for you, and we'll answer those right after this. This is the Typical Sportsbook Minute. Let's make this interesting. What's up? This is Jeff Clark from the Bet Slippin' Podcast presented by SportsbookWire.usatoday.com. I'm here with my handicapping homie, Nathan Beagle, to break down this weekend's NFC wildcard round matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. Our friends at Tipico Sportsbook have the Rams favored three and a half points and the total sitting at 49 and a half. I'm taking the Rams. I'm laying the three and a half because McVay has owned Kingsbury since Kingsbury joined the NFL. 
the Rams are five and one straight out, four and one and one against the spread versus the Cardinals since 2019. And Murray, Kyler Murray, has struggled against the Los Angeles Rams with just an 81.8 quarterback rating, seven touchdowns to nine turnovers. Nate, how do you see this game playing out? Yeah, I'm also on the Rams to cover. They're going to be healthier in this game and also have the advantage in the trenches. Cardinals have lost four of their last five. Take the Rams minus three and a half. That was your Tipico Sportsbook Minute. For a limited time, new users in Colorado and New Jersey from this podcast will enjoy a special welcome bonus. Get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. See tipico.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus only gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. Hey, fellas. Johnny here. I wanted to call and ask you guys, are the Patriots officially back? I mean, in the middle of the season, they looked like they were coming back. They certainly felt like they were coming back. No one expected Mac Jones to be playing at the level that he's been playing this year. Uh, I'm not saying he's the next Tom Brady, but, you know, it seems like things are coming together faster than when we expect it. And, you know, I know the, the kind of the last they lost the last three out of four games. But I just want to know, in your opinion, do you do you think they're back? And do you consider this even if they lose this weekend? Do you consider this a successful season? All right, Johnny, thanks for the call. We're going to answer that question. And uh, folks, if you want to leave Henry and I a question that we'll play on the show and answer, you can give us a call. 508-203-1215. Just make sure you leave your name and, and leave us a question. We'll answer it here and play a couple on the show. And I'll just leave this off, Henry, and then get your take on Johnny's question there. Are the Patriots back? I'm not sure if they're back back as far as like Super Bowl contenders, but the way I feel about this game is I expect the Patriots to lose. And I don't know if that's such a bad thing for Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones had this, the Patriots had this hot streak where they won seven in a row and Mac Jones could do no wrong. And there was literally people, you know, the national talking heads, there was literally people, Henry, talking about how Mac Jones was the best rookie quarterback ever, right? Statistically, they're throwing all these completion percentage numbers. Like it was just all sunshine and rainbows, right? And he's in a rough stretch right now. It's pr- they're probably going going to lose in Buffalo, and I don't mind it at all. I think Mac Jones has had a good season. He's impressed me. Uh, he's been better than I thought he would be. The Patriots were better than I thought they would be this year. They're in the playoffs. I think that's a win. And if they lose to Buffalo, and Mac Jones goes into the offseason with a little bit of fire and a lot to prove, and he's working hard, and he gets a little stronger and, and does all that thing, gets a little wiser next year, I think the Patriots will be better for it. Are they back back? I don't know. I think they're still a couple years away from being a Super Bowl team, but I don't know if them losing to Buffalo and and Mac Jones bottoming out here, I don't know if it's the worst thing in the world. I think that could give him the hunger to come back stronger next year, Henry, and I do think he's a franchise guy. I think Mac Jones has had a good rookie year. It's comparable to the ones that, let's say, um, well, Baker Mayfield is actually one of the closer comparisons, so that's not super promising for fans but it gives context i think that like don't get too excited because mayfield and dak prescott both had comparable rookie numbers to mac jones so did Jameis winston actually so if you look at if you're throwing out like comps right names that's the floor right of these rookie levels obviously those quarterbacks all progress past their rookie season in the case of dak prescott significantly in the case of Baker Mayfield, not significantly. I think he's been a pretty similar quarterback to what he was in his rookie year. 
And that's why ultimately the Browns and Mayfield are thinking about parting ways soon. So I'm not sure what Mac Jones can be because he needs to take steps forward in every part of his game. And in order for the Patriots to really, I think, win a Super Bowl, he needs to take, I don't know, let's say he needs to be 135% better. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Totally subjective. But I think he does need to be like, he needs to take a step forward. And the defense is, I would guess, going to be, you know, roughly as good or or regress a little bit because we're going to see turnover in the coming years of a lot of these veterans, you know, Dante Hightower, J.C. Jackson, um, our players that are facing, you know, contracts with ends <laughs> and careers with ends in the case of Hightower. So uh, are the Patriots back? Well, the Patriots had a special situation with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, so I don't know if they'll ever be back to that. If they're back to being playoff contenders, like perennially, I'd say they're they're probably back in that respect because Jones, even if he is just gets a little bit better every year, he's still on his rookie deal. So Belichick has this freewheeling approach to building a team around him. He's got more space, cap space, um, to to bring in free agents. I don't think it'll be aggressive like this ever again, but um, like it was when he spent all of Robert Kraft's money. But uh, last offseason. But I think, yes, the Patriots are back as playoff contenders. And I think it'll be a year-to-year thing. And we'll have to see how much Mac Jones gets, how much better he gets for them to be perennial Super Bowl champions. Because ultimately, defenses can get teams into the playoffs. Quarterbacks, for the most part, like 90% of the time, get teams into the Super Bowl. So. Mac Jones is kind of standing between them to to take that next step. All right, Johnny, thanks again for the call. And, you know, to our listeners, if you want to leave us a message or just a rant that you want Henry and I to react to, uh, you can just call and leave a voicemail, 508-203-1215. We got one more here. This one's from Tom in Pelham, New Hampshire. Yo, question, fellas. Special teams, third phase. I'm not seeing enough momentum shifting plays, field position, changing plays out of the Patriots. What do they need to do to make an impact, to make a playoff run? It'll be cool. That's an interesting question from Tom Henry because I think special teams is a – I don't know if the Patriots have have had good special teams this year. You could tell me that. But I do know that the Bills special teams kind of blows. Last week, their punter, Matt Hawk, had a nightmare game uh, against the Jets. He had three punts. And there was a little bit of win, but still, he had three punts that went under 30 yards. I think he had a, a punt average of 33 yards in the game against the Jets. And I, I had to look it up, Henry. I'm like, how bad is this freaking punter on Buffalo? Second worst in the league. The Bills are second worst in the league in average per punt. So when they do punt the ball, they kind of suck at it. The problem is the Patriots didn't make the Bills punt at all in the last game in Foxborough, right? The Bills had zero punts. So if we could just make this idiot have to punt, we might get some field position uh, out of it. So just more incentive for the defense to make some plays against Josh Allen. And also the Bills can't return kicks either, Henry. They've they've had issues all season long. Isaiah McKenzie was the punt returner for a while. He fumbled. He had a huge fumble in the first half against the Colts in that blowout loss. He got benched by Sean McDermott. They bring in Marquez Stevenson, the rookie. He sucked. He had a couple turnovers just not knowing how to play the ball. And he had another big mistake against the Jets. And they, I think they, they got Micah Hyde, the safety, returning punts. They're running out of guys to catch the punt and return punts. 
So I think special teams could be an advantage for the Patriots if they could take advantage of it. Uh, that might be a good take. If the Pats win this game, maybe a big play on special teams could be the thing that spurs them on. But have the Pats been good on special teams, Henry, in your opinion? Well, we know they've been good at kicking field goals. Uh, Nick Folk has been <laughs> yes, incredibly yes. efficient. So there's that. The Patriots have hit, have the fifth best field goal percentage in the league. We know they've been pretty good at punting. Um, the Patriots punting stats sit at one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh best in the league in terms of average punt yards. And um, they do a pretty good job of pinning teams in the 20. Uh, they're right in the middle of the league there. I, I think the one thing I sometimes see issues for them are coverage of kickoffs and punts and penalties. I mean, penalties in every phase of this team's game, just absolute forward. I don't know that they, they are like a big play team on special teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if obviously if they could generate a takeaway um, through Bill's carelessness, I mean, think about the, the blocks punts, right? How many have we seen this year? At least two, one for a touchdown. I don't know that the Patriots special teams advantage is that much bigger because they do have a habit for making a costly mistake here and there. So if they could flip the script on that, I think maybe, but I'm not sure we've seen such a strong track record. They're like, like I said, they're, they're a pretty steady team on special teams, except for when they make that bad mistake, the Colts, Blocked punt touchdown. Yeah, I'm is, thinking is back to that game now. That, like, yeah, that, that was a disaster. That that yeah. blocked uh, blocked punt against the Colts. So yeah, so I think maybe maybe the thing that's more realistic is what we were talking about earlier, Henry. The defense stepping up and just shutting down Josh Allen and having a better performance against him, making this guy Matt Hawk, uh, making him pump the ball and see if we can get some positive things out of that. And, and I'm looking at the defense and I'm concerned about that unit too. Uh, so let's let's end it here before we get into our predictions here. I mean, earlier in the year, your your best players, Matthew Judon, J.C. Jackson, they've just been they were just making plays all over the field. Those two have kind of been quiet lately over this little losing skid, and now Jalen Mills, who is a guy we've been critical of, I, I hate to say that we need Jalen Mills to have a chance against the Bills, but we kind of need Jalen Mills, right? Like with Jonathan Jones out, he's now highly questionable for this game. He's on the COVID list. Assuming he's vaccinated, he could be back, but he won't be able to practice, right, Henry? So knowing Belichick. That will at least limit his role, I think, if he doesn't practice all week, just knowing Belichick. So what what happens now? Does Miles Bryant, who Josh Allen just picked on all game long, does he move outside? Do we have somebody else, Jawan Williams, Justin Bethel? These guys have not been good. Do they move into like a, you know, almost an every down role playing in the slot or something? Because the Bills are going to try to spread the Patriots out again. We know that. And then you wrote about this guy, uh, Money Hunter, this uh, this this kid named Money Hunter out of Arkansas State. He was playing with the Montreal Alouettes in the CFL, Henry. If, if we're working this kid out, is he going to play? Like this is this is not inspiring confidence in the defense for me. I do not think Money Hunter will be, will be playing. The, <laughs> good, uh, good, good. The Arkansas State standout um, got a tryout this week, but he didn't he didn't join the team. Um, yeah, no, I I do think they have some serious depth issues at cornerback. We came into the season thinking, hey. These Patriots have incredible depth. Stephon Gilmore, J.C. Jackson, John Jones, Jalen Mills, Miles Bryant, Juwan Williams. But then they traded Gilmore. Turns out Juwan Williams is not good. <laughs> not, and, at all. not at all. He was bad this past and, week, too. 
John Jones ended up on IR. So Jalen Mills is a crucial member of the defense, if only because, and we've called him this before, he's kind of like a, he's the, he's that damn. He just, he's not like, you know, he's not perfect, but he like keeps the water from like all out de- devastating the whatever is behind the dam. There's, there's an element of just like needing somebody to be consistent. Even if, even if sometimes, you know, there's, there's an overflow of water for the most part, he keeps the like massive amounts of damage from happening. That's what Jalen Mills is to this defense. And when you don't have anyone who can be the next man up in that role, which they do not, Miles Bryant has sort of struggled in the slot recently and there's no other cornerback that really they, they know they can trust. I mean, maybe a player has a breakout game, but there's not like an obvious candidate for them to jump in and, and do the Jalen Mills thing at cornerback too. So that's a problem because this Bills offense, obviously they've got uh, a really deep group of receivers and um, I don't like this Patriot secondary necessarily without their back, their second best corner. And like you're saying, when a, when a player goes on the COVID list and misses all of practice, that's when Belichick tends to give them like 20% of snaps. So even if Mills plays, which I would say is low probability, the Patriots are still going to have issues. They're, they're going to have Stefan Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, who, who didn't play last time, and the guy who did beat, beat them pretty badly, Isaiah McKenzie. Even Gabriel Davis scored a touchdown in that game, and he had a few hot weeks. He's good. In yeah, in that and, and that was the wind, the wind and snow game. He had that touchdown. So deep group, and the Patriots unfortunately don't really have an answer. And considering how good Josh Allen was in the fir- in the second matchup, the the Jalen Mills COVID uh, transaction is massive. For it's this big. Team. It's big. It's big. So. All right, I'm gonna, and I just wanted to work uh, Money Hunter into the show, Henry. I just had to do that. I just wanted to say that name. On the show. <laughs> you so, have to. Yeah. So it's apparently be... <laughs> he's Tory Hunter's son. Oh no, crap! That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That... What? Oh, yeah. So... That's that's interesting. So yeah, we had to get Money Hunter in, and so I'm gonna break my own rule. Let's do some math here. Let's just add everything we've been talking about up and throw it into a prediction, right? I think if the game is on script for the Patriots, they have a chance, right? And that means playing from ahead or at least no big deficits, and I'm talking over 10 points. If they're down by 10-plus, I think they're toast at any point in the game. Uh, so that means playing from ahead or, or staying close within a possession. That means the, runs, the run game is finding success against a Bills team that's vulnerable in that area. Again, the Bills have the number one scoring defense in the league and the best passing defense, but they're 19th in the NFL against the rush. So that means the rush game is, is having success. That means the defense is doing enough to at least hold Josh Allen back, forcing some field goals and making them punt a few times. They can't have zero punts. We need this Matt Hawk to be punting. Uh, they have to win the turnover battle, Henry, which they did not do against Miami. And uh, you have to have the refs in your corner, right? No more terrible calls that are gifting the opponent first downs on phantom headshots or something. We just can't have the – we have to have the refs in our corner as well. We need all that to work in our favor. The Patriots have a chance to beat the Bills. You see where I'm going here with my prediction? I think I like the I Bills. Think I, I, think, I think the season's going to end here. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't – I don't think Josh Allen plays as well uh, unless, I mean, I guess even, you know, we were talking about the value of Jalen Mills. He could have another big game, but that was a a really, really good game um, that he had throwing for over 300 yards, rushing for 60 something and 64, I think. Yeah. 
three touchdowns. Um, so I think the line is at four and a half with the Bills favored. And I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills covered and won by a touchdown. I do think the Patriots can show more fight than they've been showing. I just have a really hard time having faith in them when these players that had been so solid from JC Jackson to Matt Judon to Mac Jones, all doing exactly what they, they needed to do for the Patriots to win. None of them are really doing it. Like JC Jackson, I don't mean to single him out as playing poorly because he is playing very well, but he's not playing like the best quarterback in the league, which he really was putting himself into that conversation. Yep. And over the last four games, just dropping interceptions, um, allowing a touchdown to Jalen Waddle last week. There have been plays where you just don't see that uber consistent dominant player. He's just that dominant player 90, 90 to 95% of the time. And that's not enough. He has to be that 100%. And that's it's a really tough thing to ask of a player. I'll acknowledge that. But that's what Judon and and JC Jackson have to be to this team. Um so with Mac Jones kind of being basically he needs a zero turnover turnover game to win. JC Jackson needs a one interception game. Matt Junon needs like a one sack four pressure game, right? Yeah, All those yeah. things need to kind of come together. And considering basically none of them have happened in recent weeks against good teams and the Bills have the best defense both in uh, yards allowed and points allowed in the NFL. Oof. I don't know, man. <laughs> don't love the situation. In Buffalo? Yeah, it's tough. It's a bad situation. I mean, crazier things have happened. Like the Steelers, they had to win in Baltimore, have Jacksonville beat the Colts, and have the Raiders and Chargers not tie, and they're in the sure. playoffs somehow. So crazier things have happened, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think I'm picking the Bills. I just think they have the better roster, better quarterback. They're at home, like you just said, Henry. They've won four straight. Weather should not be a major factor, which was a huge which is a huge thing coming in. And I'll, again, I'll be Googling the weather every single day, Henry, because I'm an old man. Um, and the, li- <laughs> the line has moved, right? It was yesterday. It was a three and a half point spread. It's moved to four and a half. And the total has moved up from 43 and a half to 44 and a half. And I think I would be on the bills and the over. Um, that's, that's my take. I, I liked it better yesterday when they were, you know, it was a little bit more in the Patriots favor, but I still think I would take the bills to cover that four and a half. And I'd like the over 44 and a half as well. Um, I don't think the weather is going to, it's cold. I think that's not going to limit the scoring. I think the teams will score, um, and that's the pick. So I think I think it's going to end here. But still, it's still been a, a damn fun season, Henry. And crazier things have happened. And we'll be back next week either way to uh, to break it down, right? Yes, sir. All right. So again, thanks for those voicemails. If you want to call up, leave us a rant or a question for us to answer, please do. And uh, again, don't forget to hit subscribe. Search the Patriots Wire wherever you get your pods. We appreciate you all. Enjoy the playoffs this weekend. We'll catch you next week. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.